Hello and welcome back to Is Everything Okay, Hun? Because it's not with us. <laughs> <laughs> Today we were talking about, basically, I'm not great at English or maths. I rush things like when I'm doing statuses or like posting, yeah. but I do know a lot <laughs> of fun facts. So if I get any spare time, I like to research fun facts. I'm just going to share a few fun facts with you that I find mind-blowing. So, <laughs> did you know that urine used to be a detergent in the olden days? So, I want to know how this was done. So, basically, the ammonia in your wee, before they made detergent, actually cleans clothes. I know, but did they just use to squat over the clothes? I or... think they might have put it in a bucket and like, added water right. to it. So, like, in the olden days, so, so if you know if you're ever stranded on a desert island and you want to wash your clothes, you probably might stink a wee if you don't water it down. But then you might be dehydrated. But so don't you think, actually, now that you're saying this, when I think back to being a child and going to these museums of, like, history, I don't know, I know what the museums were, they always stunk a bit of wee. Mm, maybe. So do you think the clothes still had the stench? Maybe. maybe and it just lingered. Yeah, that could be it. Stale wee. Um, so, yeah, the ammonia mm-hmm. in it. So if you're ever struggling, you've run out of detergent, you need a wee. But... <laughs> I mean, my pop a bit so, of your eye into if, your washing if you, machine. If your kids ever wee on the clothes, naturally cleaning. <laughs> no, <laughs> wee the bed, naturally clean. <laughs> Don't need a washing machine anymore, guys. Just shove it down your toilet. <laughs> One good thing is, this is a good thing, and I didn't know this, apple pips are poisonous. Did you know this? Yeah, so people used to always... No, wait, how did, when did I find this out? Oh, I was researching what your dog can and can't eat, and it can't be apple pips. It can't. It can eat an apple, right? But the pips are poisonous. You but I think for like for a human, I think if we eat the pips, we might right. be okay because we're, we're bigger. But if a, a, a dog's eating like the cork, yeah. an apple cork, cause my dad used to always give my dog apple cork, so I used to think, is that normal? So you said Google it, and then I was like, help, stop giving it up. Oh, I don't know what I just said then. I was meant to say, hey, hey, hey. one really good one. I want you to try this. You can't hold your nose and hum at the same time. No, try it. You can't. Honestly, it's a proper fact. You can't do it. Oh, it sounds like a car. Everyone's going to be trying this now. I want to know if everyone's tried. If you can hold your nose and hum, I want to know. I think I just nearly burst a blood vessel. Did you know as well, this is proper. If you, if you chill your onions. Um, they don't hurt your eyes. Your eyes don't work. Because I've seen on TikTok at the minute, people have got like hoodies on and they put like, pla- um, you know, like a, oh, what's it called? The top of a pan. Yeah. Just check so it's like a spaceship so they don't cry. But if you actually make your onions, in, put your onions in the freezer, you won't cry when you cut them. Oh, okay. Well, I'll try that because I am I am a proper crier. But do you know what I tried? And I just it gets me put off trying these cooking things quite a lot. So basically, I was watching an Ainsley Harriet. Ainsley Harriet, is that the name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like cooking in the Caribbean and obviously they use a lot of chilies and I cook with chilies quite a lot because I do quite like spicy food and especially um, what they call scotch bonnet ones. Yeah. Really, really spicy. But have you ever chopped a scotch bonnet and then accidentally touched your eye or, or even worse, gone to the toilet and, and touched your, your floof? Oh, oh, like that is it like, does it feel like that mint body wash, original sauce? No, no, like, no. Oh, that is some... That's quite do. nice. Oh, that is not nice. <laughs> but it's that it's here? okay. It burns. <laughs> God, I don't know what you get up to. But the chilies. Oh my God, the pain. The pain. So anyway, I was watching the Angel Harriet and he was basically saying, if you put some oil on your hands. I don't hands, know if you're watching this. I'm sat here with a wig on, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but 
I literally bought this wig from Sheen and I'm trying it out to see if anyone notices. It's, uh, it is really nice. I could tell straight away. Could tell straight away. But I think it's because I know you. And I was like, is that a wig? That is not that hair. <laughs> That's not hands hair. Come on, carry on. So you put... Um, so anyway, you put oil on your hands and then you chop the chilli up and it, you don't get the stingy into your hands. The chilli doesn't soak into your hands and make them stingy. I don't know what the way to describe yeah. that. So anyway, this one day I was like, right, I'm doing this. I was chopping these scotch bonnets. So I put my oil on my hands. Obviously, <laughs> the wig's getting caught. <laughs> Obviously started to chop. Slipped, didn't I? Cut myself. Oh dear, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you use gloves? Why would you use a knife with oil on your hands? Yeah, that's right. Probably the stupidest thing. Gloves, I think. Then do you know what I realised you're not meant to do? You're yeah. only meant to put the oil on the hand that's touching the chilli. Not the knife. Not the knife. <laughs> follow, that, follow Tasha for more cooking tips. <laughs> oh, it was awful. Oh, oh dear Lord. Um, what else have I got? I just love fun facts. Bees can sting each other. So they're actually scared of each other. So we, we should be doing it, yeah? <laughs> So, so like ten I found out a really funny one. Sorry to interrupt about bees the other day, and it made me howl. This was on the radio the other day. I don't know which um, which one it was on, but basically, bees. There is a form of like pollen that it's pollen when it's um. Oh, what's happened to it? There's, there's basically a plant or a pollen that can get bees drunk. So it's some. It's like a fermented pollen. So it gets them drunk. So they, they take this pollen and they get really, really drunk. And when they go back to, like, <laughs> to their like, hive or whatever they call it, there's bouncers, bee bouncers on the door that won't let no. the drunk bees no. back in. No, no, it's a thing. no, fucking no. So the bee bouncers are like, you're not coming in because you're hammered. You got no idea. Can... <laughs> How is this podcast? Because then they go into the thing and they ruin the honey or something somehow by being... Drunk. I would be one of them bees. You, <laughs> I would be the bee that is <laughs> every day. She'd never be allowed home. They'd be like, she'd be drinking that pollen again. I wonder if there's like bee dealers, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, come on, bees! I found some good stuff. <laughs> Leading them to the crops. I need to know if this is true. It is. It was, oh honestly, it was like a fact on the radio. When I heard it, I thought that's bloody brilliant. Oh that my is God. brilliant. That is my favourite by far. <laughs> be nightclubs, be, be bouncers, be dealers, pollen dealers. Sweet Jesus. Oh God. Talk about animals. Cats can't taste anything sweet, so you can feed them what you want. But they, even if it's sweet, they won't be able to taste it. So they taste good. And another real one. Do you know that you lose? A really high percentage of your taste buds on an aeroplane. So yeah, I can never taste anything on yeah, that. This makes then, so much sense. Like food, sandwiches taste like air. Yeah. Um, something to do with the salt or something. I don't know in it, but that's probably yeah. why they can feed you anything. Like, you've seen them dinners. It's like, wow, what is that? I've got sweet corn, mashed potato, chicken nuggets, <laughs> beans. And then for dessert, I've got sweet bread with the slice of butter and cheese. Well, I don't know, because when I flew long haul to Thailand once, it was with Virgin, and um, they woke me up for afternoon tea. Oh, it were amazing but I remember just thinking I can't taste this scone before gluten free laugh by the way yeah <laughs> Sasha's um, gluten free on Sunday <laughs> Monday to Friday Saturday Sunday but you know bit of pizza <laughs> um, oh my god yeah so I, I've never been I've only I think I've done like two what's it called like your premier or two mm. but I've never done like Emirates and Virgin I would always love oh, to oh amazing the wake you because like, obviously you, it's a long off flight, so you're gonna fall asleep. Do you get I got beds? woke up for afternoon tea and I got woke up for pizza. Did you get beds? No, I wasn't. I want 
bougie. Oh, right. Yeah, I want so. on that top floor. Yeah, they first did class. Second floor. God, it's the way to, that's that's my I, so I remember like walking past that. I think we were going to America with mum and dad when I was younger and seeing the staircase and thinking, I've got to get up there one day. <laughs> <laughs> Little fat child yeah. walking into playing there. Looks so good up there. <laughs> Mom, why won't we up there? To be fair though, I understand why people do it because if you are oh, flying long off, it the hell. The hell. Like, I, yeah. took, I took my kids on a 12-hour 12 12-hour flight this year and they cancelled the in-flight entertainment the day before. I was absolutely fuming. I emailed them. I'm like, can you please tell me how I'm meant to keep two kids entertained yeah. without any films? Um, so I was like, they offered like as a small refund but it wasn't even the only thing to do with money. No. Like two kids, 12 hours. It would just, they were good and I downloaded some stuff on the iPad but not enough if I'd have known like more in advance but yeah, yeah um, I definitely understand if you can afford it Yeah. to go like extra because oh, it just puts 100%. an extra thing on your holiday, doesn't it? Yeah, so, definitely. Right, one of my favourite facts and I don't know if anyone else knows this but Will Ferrell ate that much sugar in Elf he ended up physically ill and in hospital. I feel like this could be me. Yeah. This I, is going to happen. Is Sugar is my every, weakness. But every time I watch it, I really want to go and make spaghetti. I didn't... Well, I didn't do it, sorry. But the elf on the shelf made breakfast for the kids. And they did, like, a big breakfast with, like, spaghetti, syrup, like, all sweets in. Oh, um, yeah, spaghetti, it, though, with sweets. That's you what elf did. You think you'd do it? Yeah. It t- I, t- I tried did a little it, bit of it. Did you? Yeah. It was, it was too sweet for me. Oh, I just don't know. But Americans, I feel like they are like the best breakfast. It's all yeah. like, you know, like. I've been to one of their buffets. I went when I was younger. Oh, I went, went real. to Florida and we had like a drive by at the side and it was like $5 all you can eat. And I just think I ate loads of bacon. Like, I go a, yeah. bit, I go a bit weird on holiday. Like, I'll get like pancakes, bacon, and syrup. I like to think I'm a bit. Yeah, so, well, what I found was when I went to America and went to one of these, like, five pound all you can eat breakfast. So, probably us Brits would go up and you'd get. <laughs> us Brits would go up and we'd get like like me and mum and dad you'd go and you'd maybe get like your first course would be like a little savoury snack or some toast or something and then you'd go up and get your pancakes in or whatever so like you are still eating a lot the Americans no 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 they pile everything on one plate, on one plate. so it'd be like a pancake with scrambled egg with bacon some beans outside how can you have pancakes with beans like, it's, like, it's, it's like me on a first day of all inclusive Right, I'm literally yeah. like, oh, do you know what? I'll have Chinese, Indian, <laughs> yeah, on a night. I feel like you can mix up a little bit of all the, but not with breakfast. No, it's weird. Like sweet and savory all on one plate with like scrambled egg. It's the fact that it's piled. It's literally like a, a mountain. They eat them. They have. Crap. I remember. Did you ever watch that Super Size Me where that man at McDonald's yeah. for so many days and got so chronically ill? Yes. Yeah, so because, well. um, but they do Super Size, don't they? And that's why they have to stop doing it oh, yeah, because super of size that. Is brutal. Uh, my kids keep asking for an American. Um, Happy Meal, apparently they're large. I'm like, you can't do that here. I'll get you a large Coke, a large fries and a large burger. Yeah. But well, they don't do a Happy Meal. So, but obviously in America, they get everything before us though, America. Yeah. I think you yeah, get quite strict. They're getting fat before us, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> I Obesity. Know, I don't know Cancer. if you'd have seen what I ate. If you'd seen what I ate last night. <laughs> Beg to differ. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what are, this is a really good one. And I've got a story behind this. So, while you're sleeping... You eat over a hundred insects in your life. Did you know that? Seriously, I like sleep with your mouth open. So I've got a story to tell you, about this. What when you've got a cold and you're like this? Yeah, you're swallowing you're spiders. Like you can swallow, you're definitely swallowing spiders. So where did they go? Last, not last year, the year before. I was asleep at night. And I had my little girl next to me because I thought she was only quite young. And actually, that's a total lie. She wanted to be next to me all the time. <laughs> She's not that young. <laughs> She's 18. She's still in my bed. <laughs> 
And mm. basically, I fell asleep and I had my mouth open and I felt a spider crawl into my mouth. So I jumped up and I said, oh, Lola, I've just swallowed a spider. Um, and then I like forgot all about it and I like mortified or like Googling mm. what happens if you swallow spiders, you know, can you get infections, all that anyway. Yeah. A couple of weeks later, I went to see a clairvoyant and last year, uh, two weeks, three years actually this year, I lost my nana and I obviously went to connect with her because obviously yeah. my nana was like my mum. Uh, and the clairvoyant said to me, uh, your nana said she didn't mean to scare you um, when she, you thought you swallowed a spider. It was just her touching you in your sleep and I literally was just crying oh. my eyes out. I was sobbing. Oh, I don't know how you always feel about clairvoyance. I don't know if you've seen any. I feel like sometimes yes, when you've lost one. someone, obviously, like we It's are. really comforting. Yeah, but then I don't know if you just cling on to everything. Like, I could get yeah. addicted to them. Cause again, from my yeah. other podcast, I've got an addictive personality. Yeah. But I think sometimes you can go and you can rule your life by what they say. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I do feel I like feel the like... loss, it helps you. Yeah, it definitely does. I do feel like you get to certain points in your life where I think you, you feel ready to go and see one. I went to see one probably about nine months after I lost my mum because I was just ready to kind of hear, hear, I, want, I wanted to kind of hear her take on my life or maybe like how things are going or maybe just see if she was okay. Like, cause I, so I you very believe, much you believe, believe in them. Yeah. massively believe in like the afterlife and like spirits and stuff. And um, I always have done. I've always felt very spiritual from being quite a young child. Like I was always the one that'd have like the creepiest dreams. I'd always think I'd seen like ghosts in my bedroom and stuff. My nan and granddad saw the ghosts. They were my granddad. Um, oh, really? Yeah, he was a singer, um, and he used to do like road shows in like in seventies. And he was traveling. There were all four of them in a big car traveling yeah. to this village. And on the way into the village, the, the all four of them. So it's not just one of them. Saw this ghost in the road, yeah. and he braked and ended up going through it. And when he got to the pub, it was singing at. Um, he they basically said, oh my God, we've just seen a ghost. And the people in the town, um, I think it was like North Yorkshire somewhere, said, yeah, it's so-and-so. Like he does that when people, some new people come in. Oh, um, so it, it was everyone in the village had yeah. seen this person. So obviously from my nana believe it, and I feel like that's why I wanted to yeah. go because I knew, it, I felt like it was a bit of a sign for, do you get what I mean? Yeah. I know See, I always really believed and I felt like, I remember opening up to my mum, actually it was just before we kind of found out she was really poorly. She was poorly at the time, but we didn't know how serious. And I think I remember saying to her that I, I've always believed and I've always felt like I've just had this thing where I feel like something's there. And then um, when I went to see a spiritualist after clairvoyant or however we kind of want to call them, um, he said to me when he was trying to like talk to me about mum, he kept on saying, your mum wasn't re- we didn't really believe in this, so it's a lot harder for me to hear her and speak to her, but she's trying harder to come through because she knows that you do. Wow. And it kept in saying that to me, and he was like, look, understand it, it is quite difficult, it's really difficult, but she's trying harder, she knows that you really want to speak to her. And he kept in kind of like pull her through from that thing. I know, so it, it was really emotional. As soon as he even said who she was that was there, I couldn't stop crying. I mean, I've got like a recording of it because he gives you a CD at the end. Um, but what I found hard was, and it'd probably be good if I did go to some like lessons of how you can speak because um, there's like courses you can do. One of my clients is doing a course at the minute where you go and you have like a spiritual courses and it goes through like crystal healing, but then it also goes on to like speaking and connecting with the dead. And I was like, I wanted to talk to her. And like, I came away feeling really like disheartened that I couldn't just sit there and have a chat to my mum. So you do you believe these courses could help you talk to her then? Well, my client's brother can talk to like his granddad I and stuff now. I would definitely do that. I know that it's literally five pound a session and it's in um, Chesterfield, Chesterfield College. Oh, we should definitely go. We should do it. We should do the next yeah. course together. Yeah. Um, and it's not, I don't think it's not long, it's just like one evening a week. Um, 
But yeah, it means that you can. But, but the only thing that scares me with that is I also believe in bad spirits, and I'm very scared about letting bad spirits into your life. But bad people who who've been in your life or no, yeah. like I think there's um, what do you call them? What what do you call them? Yeah, poltergeist. I think there is them. There was one in my nana's house, and this is oh yeah. Okay, no. this is probably another podcast story, but shall I, shall yeah, I just go for, go for it? Okay, so if anyone's into ghost stories, here I I'm gonna give you them. So. My nana in Middlesbrough, like I said, I've always felt like I've been very, very, very spiritual. And my nana in Middlesbrough's house, there's this room well, we call it. Because I lived in Middlesbrough for Martin. Years. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I had um, a couple of salons in Middlesbrough. I don't know if I've told you this yeah. before. I went up yeah. recently to do some skincare training. Yeah, I, I saw. Very, I went very emotional. Yeah. I feel like it was a big part of my life and it just like disappeared. Yeah. So I think as I were driving back and seeing everything, I, I, it really did. I think it's weird when you do different things in your life. Yeah. I'm just very young, again, addicted That's personality. Like, I decided yeah. I would move into Middlesbrough. I was there the next day. Oh, yeah. Actually. But yeah, go on anyway. Yeah, so. Um, I've spent, obviously, the majority of my life with my nanas in Middlesbrough. Uh, stayed there a lot when I was younger. But there's this bedroom in it. We call it the blue bedroom. And later on in life, I always... when I'd always stay in there because the bed's the comfiest bed in the whole entire world. And it's the only room on the downstairs of the bungalow. And upstairs freaks me out even more. So, <laughs> I was staying, I stayed in this room. And every time I'd stay there, I'd be petrified. Like, I just knew there was something in this room. I knew there was a bad spirit. Like, I could feel it. It made me feel on edge. Um, and I used to just lay there and there's a light switch above my head and I have to switch the light off and shut my eyes as quickly as possible because I was just like freaking out and I'd like bury myself into the pillows and think just go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep and there's this one night, I don't think anyone will believe me this because it's so weird but it's one night I got woken up because something punched me in the back and I mean to the point where I, it hurt and it left a pain because it pelted me in the back that hard and I woke up it's really creepy this and I turned round and I swear because I turned the light on as fast as possible I saw a face disappear into the pillow I swear to god and I remember just being like oh <laughs> and do you know when you're How like freaking you? out not that old it was like a few years ago and anyway so that had happened and I was so scared in this room like all the time and there was one now I sat talking to one of my cousins and my na- just as a backstory my nana's one of my nana's sisters quite religious well really really religious to the point where like extremely religious in Christianity and um, she knows like loads of things and I've been to church for once before, it's, that's another story. Um, but anyway, I was sat talking to my cousin and mine's Maureen had been staying there for a little while while she was waiting to go into her bungalow. And then um, I was like, all of a sudden when I'd been staying at my nana's, I felt calm in that room, just all of a sudden. So for, for the last few times that I'd been, I was like, I feel fine in this room now. It doesn't feel scary anymore. I didn't feel on edge. I just sat peacefully, absolutely fine. Wasn't even scared of being in the dark. I said to my cousin, I was just like, she'd said, well, would you stay in this house on your own? I was like, no, would not stay in this house on my own. <laughs> not when Paul guys to be in the middle of the night. I know, <laughs> And I was like, that blue bedroom, Jess, used to scare the crap out of me. I was like, I was so scared in that room. But at the minute, I'm really calm and I can't understand why. Like, just doesn't feel. And she, and she literally stopped in her tracks, her face, nearly, her jaw nearly hit the floor. She was like, if, if you not heard what like Maureen said about that room and what she did, and I was like, no, I've just felt really calm. Like, I don't know what, what you're on about. I realised, actually, there was a Bible inside of bed. But I'm not really picked up on anything. And basically, my auntie Maureen, when she'd been staying in that bedroom, had said, there's a bad spirit in this room. You need to get rid of it. Performed an exorcism on the room, like, blessed the room, put the Bible at the side of the bed and did a whole blessing and did, like, got rid of this poltergeist, got rid of it. I'd not been told, but I'd stopped being scared. Wow. So I'd known that there was something in there and then known that there wasn't, but didn't know anything in between about more oh, getting honest, rid of it. it honestly, so yeah. Th- I believe just in it. Just to let you know, I'm not going to be doing this course now. So <laughs> just sorry. Just, That's just why I'm scared, because I had another client that did um, do some like ghosty things and realised, because... 
that she was quite acceptable to spirits and kind of all of that things. And um, she started having like a spirit in a house I have that been, wasn't, wasn't I have great. been to a really crap one. This is what, so I do believe there is some scammers out there. Yeah, oh, so God, we, yeah. we had a group one once and I was pregnant with Lola. I was about yeah. four months. You probably couldn't really tell. Um, but I went to this one over his group. It was my turn to go up. We'd all like paid some money or whatever. Um, so I went up to the room and I had my jumper on and I thought to herself, like, she, you know, she surely should tell. Yeah. So by the end of it, she not many, she not really gave me anything, but by the end of it, she said, have you got anything you want to ask me? And I said to her, I just want to know, because I were quite young, um, will I have children? And she said, uh, no, it's definitely not in the cards for you. She said, I don't know if you've, you know, I don't know if it's true or not, she says, but I don't think you can conceive. Um, she said, oh, that's the vibes I'm getting. But I were pregnant, so I could conceive. Oh, my God. So I was like, who says that to someone? Like, I, was just like, I don't think you can and conceive. And then she said, I said, oh, well, just to let you know, I'm pregnant. Oh, wait there. She, oh, oh. she like this. Oh, no, I think I've got you mixed up with one of the girls downstairs. Oh, my God, I could do this Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, reboot, reboot, reboot. You are, you pregnant. <laughs> oh, so oh my God. I understand why people don't believe it. Yeah, there's so many There is scammers. a lot out there. Literally, we've been going on now for like over 21 minutes. I've been loving this one, definitely. Hello. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of scammers, but I do believe I have been to some really good ones. But I also, when I was younger, went to a few where I felt like they'd say something to me like, this year is going to be a great money year for you. You're going to get a Range Rover. Yeah. So literally, I'd saw Range Rovers and I was looking at Range Rovers, but that I it, that would just because she'd said it. Yeah. You can't live your life by them. I'm no. not to. I think it went until I lost someone that obviously I was so into yeah. with. I really wanted to. I, I think it's more about connecting with them than finding out about your future. Just, it was, it's more of like, oh, they're there, they're here, they're with me, and it's like a comfort. Yeah. Rather than it being like, because I know when I went for mine, it was more kind of speaking a little bit about how life's been and a little bit about certain little opinions that my mum might have had on situations but it wasn't well this is what you're going to do next and this is where you're going to go it was just like hey your mum's here it's well it's really funny Lola we were talking about my nana and she's quite spiritual obviously she's only nine and she's yeah. like uh, mummy I keep asking questions and my light keeps flickering she said will you come into my bedroom with me and you know do this yeah. um do this thing so to Nana she says I put a, a note on the floor she said and I'll ask a question if the light flickers um she said then it means Nana's here so she went in and it didn't happen and I was like like laughing away we had a glass of wine in my hand um and I can't remember what else I had in my hand I don't know if I was lighting a candle or I had a, like a lighter in my hand or something but Nana were totally yeah. against like fires or anything like that so then she did it again and basically it flickered so I literally like snuck the wine and the light to one side <laughs> I was like Nana <laughs> Watching me, I like, told you. I like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like looking around. I'm like, <laughs> you didn't see that, did you? <laughs> sorry, now I don't have a lighter. <laughs> don't you think that though? Sometimes, if you're doing something that you know that they wouldn't approve of, I'm like, shit, sorry, mum. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I do say, I do. Sorry, I know you're watching. I do, this, I do say that you, you do it like if I swear or something. I'll say something. She yeah. was really against swearing. Up yeah. until honestly, she had dementia in the end. Obviously, that is an awful disease. I don't know if anyone's ever. And I cared for her, um, and it's awful because you like losing before you lose a lot of the yeah. um, but in the end she started swearing yeah so it was never and we was on holiday uh, i don't know if i don't know if i told you this story before but when my god everyone britain's got talent and he'd just come away we went on holiday just after to celebrate and there was a uk family there, and one of them came up to him she was like oh my god are you off the pensioners on holiday and she turned over and she went who is that whore <laughs> but at the time, it was so new to us. I was like, Nana, but I didn't realise it with the dementia. Yeah. And then she was like, get her away from my husband. Oh, you. 
don't like character if anyone knew her she's the nicest person I was like the disease is so oh bizarre my God. you just have to go with it and it was yeah. just how it like life changing it were and then obviously it got worse and worse but that was one of the first signs and I remember being like oh my god you know that sort of it is it's yeah just they do do that yeah anyway we better finish because we've been on quite a while now anyway we like to have fun facts and afterlife yeah um, um so yeah we will um be on Sunday yes it'll be our next one so yes Sunday. So, yeah. I hope everything's okay hon yes and I really hope you enjoyed this one and if you've got any little stories that you want to tell us about afterlife and clairvoyance I feel like that would be a really good yeah. just yeah. whole podcast on, a, on its own yeah anyone's spiritual got any really stories. good spiritual stories I love stuff love like that or anyone's stuff. got any fun facts that we haven't made out definitely yes definitely I can't wait to take this wig off now I'm going to have to go thank you for listening <laughs> bye bye bye